1: That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash Business Gold Card.
2: Yeah, man. So, um, Kev, thank you for joining us, We Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yes. Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> yes. Thank you, sir. Yes. We, we, last time we saw you was at InvestFest. Yeah. And before that, we was at uh, Lake Cuomo. Yeah, Le Como, you're right. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. it's the third time, third time of charm. So, yeah, first and foremost, thank you, thank you for changing, changing your travel schedule. I know you was, you was in Dubai, but you, know, you came back home for us, so we greatly appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, when your brothers call, you got to show up, so I put up, that's <laughs> a fact. So, all right. So you, you run, you know, an extremely large oil and gas company. Um, but how did you get started? Uh, you know, what's, what's the backstory to actually how you got up and running? Because you're still, you know, young yourself. So how did you get started into this business?
3: Well, um, I don't know if you're aware, but I actually went to college in the U.S. Uh, Atlanta. No, no, I was in the D.C. area. But you, you was in Atlanta, though, right? I was in
2: Atlanta. Yeah, a little bit. D.C. All the Africans <laughs> live in Atlanta
3: and D.C. That's all where all the Africans live in America. Yeah, so um, I went to George Mason University, um, and then when I finished, I decided to move back to Ghana in the D.C., Virginia, you know, um, area. I'm sure there are some people from the area, as, as, as they call it, in the house. Uh, and afterwards, I decided to come back home to figure out how I can also contribute to, um, um, to Ghana. Uh, it was very challenging initially because I didn't have, you know, people always think people make moves with plans, with business plans. There was nothing like that. I was done with college, I had a great job as an accountant making $72,000 a long time ago and that was good money. And I just picked my bags and I said, I'm going to Africa. Friends are like, what? I'm like, I'm going to Africa, you know? I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, and I knew that I wanted to do something on my own, so I, I decided to make the move back to Ghana. I didn't start originally in oil and gas. Um, I started with, um, uh, with the telecom sector. But before, um, I, I think a lot of people over here are always trying to figure out, how do I, how do I make the initial move you know, in terms of like trying to do something, whether it's business or whatever entrepreneurial um, journey you want to take. And what I want to say is, please, don't always try to figure out the answers before you start. If you want to go ahead to do stuff, just do it. Just start, just start something. You'll figure it out. Because I started, I didn't have a plan. Um, When I was in the US, I worked and, you know, put myself through college, Um, and the excess money that I had that's what I left off when I came, because the first couple of years, I was in the learning phase. Um, I worked for free for my sister, who was an entrepreneur, and I come from an entrepreneurial background. My father was a very successful entrepreneur, and my mom was an entrepreneur in her own right. So it was just, genetically I was exposed to that, and that's what I wanted to do. But it was really challenging, it was really tough. I had to work for free, for um, a long time. I was my sister's driver and her PA at the same time, learning the ropes of how things work in Ghana and stuff. And um, I didn't have any capital because the money I had, I needed to survive off that. I also had a child and I needed to take care of my child in DC. So it was very, very challenging. Um, But I had an idea in the telecom sector. As an entrepreneur, persistence is so key and so fundamental to the success of whatever you're doing. When I had a telecom idea, I went to a telecom company. I used to go there every day for six months. They used to tell me to leave. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna leave unless you give me this opportunity. After about six, seven months, the CEO walked out one day called the head of, um, I think, contracts or something. His name was Adlai, I'll never forget it. He said, she said, Adlai, give Kevin the opportunity because this guy will not stop showing up at our office. Literally, I was just posting there every day, just telling him, listen, give me the opportunity and I'm gonna create something which is gonna bring wealth to both us, like you know, myself and, and, and the telecom company. And now I had this telecom amazing contract. I needed $100,000. I didn't have $5,000 to my name. I need $100,000 before I can start. So what do I do? I go into a bank, Um, I didn't have any collateral, I go into a bank, I see the CEO of a bank at 5 p.m. I present what I have to him, you know, the man looks at me, he tells me, all right, let's go downstairs. So his office is on the fifth floor, we go to the banking hall. He tells the lead teller, give him a bank draft of $100,000 to the telecom company. And tomorrow, Kevin, come and fill the application forms for the loan we're giving you today for six months. He believed in me because I believed in myself. He could see that. I believed in myself. So he told me, he said, I have a limit of $100,000. And if you don't pay this money, I'll be sacked, literally. You have six months to pay this money back. The man believed in me because my story was very compelling and he could see that I really wanted to do well for myself and believed in my ideas. So basically it was because of the idea. Now fortunately I was able to pay the money back within two months, Um, so then that opened other doors for me. And that's how I moved from telecoms to oil and gas. I mean, bottom line, that's how I started. So I started in telecoms, but I started with the idea of belief and persistence and just going for what you believe in.
2: So what's the first thing that you did in the oil and gas space?
3: So oil and gas, Um, the first thing I started doing oil and gas was in in the trade, I started with the trading sector. So I I, I looked at oil and gas and I I was, I found it surprising. How do people go deep in the ocean and find oil and gas? So I was really interested in that and we tried in 2006 to apply for an acreage in the ocean. I was 26, I I didn't have any technical or, or, or financial muscle to do that. And the government of Ghana rejected our application and told us we don't have the financial or technical um, capabilities, which is true. So what did I do? I decided to invest my telecoms um, and profits that I've made to create and build the capacity both the financial and the technical capacity to get into the oil and gas. So I reinvested the proceeds that I made. So I could have gone out balling on Lamborghinis and stuff, but I believed in my dream. <laughs> so I made a transition from you know investing in myself, investing in my business, investing in what I believe in. That's how I made a transition from telecoms to oil and gas. You,
0: real quick, because
3: I, 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 Ian, I'm
0: going to let you go, but you said that you had to apply to get acreage. That's so foreign. Right? So you, you found a pe- like water and said, like, we want this space. How, how did this process go? Like You
3: knew that was there? Like, how, how did it go? So it's quite interesting. I mean, uh, currently I own an asset, which is like the size of New York City. So it's about center Re- 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 square. Make some noise concept. for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is not an everyday thing. Yo. What? <laughs> yeah, I own an asset deep in the ocean. It's about the size of New York City. Um, it's about 70 kilometers you know, in the ocean. If, you, if you're on a chopper, it will take about 45 minutes to get there on a chopper. If you're on a boat, maybe eight hours, but it's about the size of New York City. It's, very, it's really huge, and you literally gotta use something this big to find the oil. Now think about it, it's very, very tedious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, deep in the ocean. So what happens is you, you, on your own, go to the government and say, hey, I think this area has potential of, of having oil, or gas, or whatever it is. And you wanna do a partnership with the government, you're going to invest all your money, you're going to take all the risk. If you lose money, that's on you. If you win money, the government gets a good you know, a percentage of it, a part of it. And you share the profits with the government. And it took me literally, I applied in 2000, the first application in 2006, they told me I didn't have the capability. I went back, built the capability and came back in 2012 and reapplied. Then they were like, this was made, this is not made for Ghanaians. I mean, we, we didn't even make the laws thinking someone from Ghana is going to do it. Now think about it. Even our brothers in Nigeria had not done it deep in the ocean. You, a Ghanaian, want to do this? Are you out of your mind? Because you have to understand a lot of times people think of their own um, challenges as your challenges, right? They yeah. don't see the, your ambition is not as you know, ambitious as theirs or whatever it is. So um, I reapplied. It took six years uh, 2012. Then it was, it was in 2000, it took four years of me basically knocking on the doors of government to say listen, just give me the opportunity to prove that we too can do it. That's all I was trying to say. I'm sorry. No, so I just wanted to change the narrative because you know, a lot of times we believe that we as minorities cannot, cannot do things, you know, we cannot go to space, we cannot do other things because certain things are reserved for. Let me give you an example. If you tell some of your friends you're thinking about building a spaceship to go to the moon. They're going to tell you what? Yeah, you're crazy. Exactly. So they're looking at me, telling them I'm going to go into the ocean to find oil and gas. Like, nigga, you out of your damn mind. <laughs> really, that's how they felt. But you don't, I, I don't blame them because that's what we know. We've only seen other people of color do it. We all are put out of our surroundings, you know? So if you don't see people like you doing stuff, sometimes you just think it's not possible for people like us to do stuff. But I wanted to just basically change that. And after being persistent for, you know, four years, they were like, okay, you know what, go ahead. Let's see see what you can do. You know, we're gonna watch you make a fool out of yourself. And um, Lord and behold, um, we we, we went ahead, um, we drilled, We've, we currently have over 2 billion barrels of oil and um, a whole awesome. lot of we'll gas. We'll clap it up. You know, so um, we, we, it just tells you that we are so capable of doing so much more than we think we can do. Absolutely. We basically put self-limitations on ourselves. I mean, we put limitations on ourselves, and I think we're in competitions with ourselves. We need to just push ourselves and have, you know, a lot of belief in us um, to achieve whatever our goals are.
4: I'm sure somebody in the crowd has an amazing idea for 2024. Can you talk to us about how to overcome that fear, be relentless as hell, and going after what we want to make that a reality?
3: There are are a few things which, um, uh, a couple of things which I think is very important. The first thing I wanna talk about is people of color who are blessed with wealth and opportunity. We tend to think that Entrepreneurship and success is a zero sum game. Meaning, if you get a billion dollars, then I cannot get a billion dollars. So if I hear that you're doing something great, which has the potential for you getting a billion dollars, but because I have half a billion, no, 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 you can't do that. I'm gonna do whatever I can, or maybe I will not do anything to help you, which will enable you to get to that goal. So a lot of what I have noticed is a lot of wealthy, Black people don't want other people with potential to do well. So I think that that is the first thing that we need to focus on, how to accept the fact that we all can be successful. All of us, there's no reason why no one here shouldn't be. You know, It's perfectly fine that we all can be successful. And the second thing that I want us to go into 2024 with is that you can do it too. You can do it too. What's the difference between you and Elon Musk? Does he have two heads? Until you show me someone that has two heads, don't tell me I can't do it. You don't know what I'm capable of. Yes, I understand. You know, so you should believe in yourself because that self-doubt is what is really killing us. So these are the two main things I want us to really go in 2024 with. You know, let's see how we can help each other and let's have some faith in ourselves and believe we can do it.
4: As a a follow up real quick, where does that belief in yourself come from? Because not everyone has that. And the most important thing that I want everyone to leave with here is that they can do it. But where does that undying belief from yourself come from?
3: I mean, as I said, I think we are all a product of our surroundings. Um, You know, I I, as I said, I moved back to Ghana. I didn't have a plan even. It it was very difficult. I used to run out of gas. I didn't have money to buy gas. I just ran out of gas. But not once did I feel like I was poor. Psychologically, I felt like my money was coming. It's just a matter of time. So I've always had that feeling. If you sit there thinking it ain't going to work out, it ain't going to work out, probably ain't going to work out. But if you believe it's going to work out, failures are going to come through your way. However, these failures are actually lessons to get you to where you need to get to. So that's, that's where I get that, that's I get that I from. That. Man. <laughs> I love that. Quick follow-up to
0: that. Oil and gas is a competitive space, right? And so as you're breaking new ground, especially for the country. What is it like from the competition? What kind of challenges are you facing? I'm sure there's people are like, no, we can't let him win.
1: Ooh.
3: yeah, it was a tough one. Um, because I'm, I'm the first of our kind to really break through. It was really challenging. So a lot of entities tried their best to ensure that I will not be able to achieve that. Now let me give an example. Uh, I was in a meeting with um, uh, a company in Houston Oil and gas company, so you know, we're all doing well. We're having a chat. So it's like, so how did you start? I'm like, well, I took the profits that I made in my uh, downstream, which is the trading business, reinvested all my profits in the upstream, because you know when you drill one well, it's about $100 million. One well, $100 million. And I didn't have no bank loan, okay? No bank is gonna give me a loan, no local bank has the ability to help, and no foreign bank, because I'm black. You're crazy, you're not gonna give any money. So the guy was looking at me and I'm like, I reinvested my profits. He said, you did what? He said, when I set up a company, I resigned from an organization. I set up a company and Blackstone gave me $400 million. That's how I started. I didn't even have an asset. They gave me $400 million and said, go figure out you know, which oil asset you can acquire. So he looked at me like, you did what? You used your own what? So it's, it's very challenging. But out of all those challenges comes the blessings and comes the sources. So if you believe in yourself, if you believe in what you're doing, you put your own money in, think about what what the next person is gonna do or what the bank. So now I have people like, you know, running around me, uh, following me with money, saying, you know, just wanna invest in you or wanna give you a loan or whatever it is. But I basically use my own um, profits. I have no debts, no nothing like that till this day. I still have no loans that I have that I have no loans mean. that I have drawn down on. I have, have lines but I have not drawn down on anything. So, sometimes if you believe in your stuff, you got to put in your own money. And I don't always expect, because they, they don't want us to win. You have to understand, they don't want you to win. You know, you got to take it. You got to believe in that. You got to keep it going. You know, I'm going to give you nothing for free.
2: Right. But, Stay away from they. But <laughs> Very important. Let me ask you this. We were talking backstage. There's a lot of Americans here. And we were talking about like people, you know, opportunities in Africa and where in Africa and different things. And you were saying, like, there's just so many opportunities, right? So, can you speak on that for the, for the Americans that may want to start businesses or have some investments? You know, what, what perspective can you, can you give them?
3: Okay, so first of all, I think that when people look at investment opportunities, the first thing that they think about is capital. I don't agree. I think the first thing you got to think about is an idea, what it is that you want to do. The way I see Africa is this. So I see America, or the West, as a farm, a very sophisticated farm. They have all kinds of things planted on the farm. And if you want to be successful, you need to find a niche, and you have to work at it very hard before you can plant something for you to grow and be successful. That's how I see it. And I see Ghana and Africa as a bare land. You just have to find a spot, get some cow manure, put it there, plant something that you think you can really sell, sprinkle it with some water.
1: Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
5: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.
4: Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: And then it will work out. So I feel like there's so much opportunity here However, we don't think of any ideas, and sometimes you just you figure it out on the ground. I, I, my background is accounting and finance. I didn't know nothing about telecoms. I don't know nothing about oil and gas, but I figured out, you know, being around, just being in Ghana. So please, don't always think of oh, I need to find five hundred thousand so dollars, or I need to find hundred thousand so dollars, or I need to fi-. no. Just there's so much opportunity here. There are people that came here with next to nothing.
2: Well, you gave us a great example of the porter parties. Yeah, tell us about that. So, like you were saying, like so many things that you don't even think about and then it's like by the time you actually figure it out, it's already done. Yeah, but yeah, because... Like the, the port-a-potty situation. Yeah, for the
3: yeah, yeah. So, so because, I mean, what people want to do is people want to follow the train. They want, to, they want to go where they hear, you know, oh, this line of business is really successful. By the time you hear there's a really good line of business, it's, too it's late. over. It's too late. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, people have made the most out of it, and, you know, the entry barrier will be higher, the returns are going to be lower and stuff. And like I said, it, it could be as simple as, you know, creating any brand, anything at all from here. You know, so it could be real estate, it could be, you, you name it, I mean, real estate back 10 years ago, 15 years ago was way better than I guess than it is today. And the people that got involved back then, you know, I, I think I gave an example, people that jumped on Tesla back in the day are way better than people that are trying to jump on Tesla now. But there are a lot of opportunities, you have to just figure it out. I don't want to really direct anyone into any particular space, but it's just so broad. Yeah. And just think about it this way, it's bare land. You basically figure out what you want to plant, you know, and have a successful harvest. So it's, it's your call. You have to figure it out. Your business plans that you did in college and stuff is not going to work over here. I'm gonna let you know that. You know, forget that business plan and this that. No, you know, swata. What was it? SWAT S O T. Yeah, yeah. Forget all that. All that. No. Now this is the real deal. This is the jungle. This 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 is your. Most people have their college degree. This is your masters, your PhD. This is the real deal. Yeah. And. What I want to let you know is there's so much opportunity and the returns here, the kind of returns you can make here is very difficult to make it in the West a lot of times. Don't sleep on Africa, do not sleep on Africa. One thing I will tell you is that the wealthiest black man who looks like us is from where? Africa. Where did he make the money? Africa. So, why are we slacking? I think there's opportunity here for all of us.
4: What kind of returns are we looking at as an American business person? If we come here, plant, what kind of returns are you expecting? And also, from all your successes and failures, what are like the three biggest
3: lessons that you've gained from them? In terms of returns, I think each and everyone have different expectations. But one thing that I can tell you is that the returns that I have seen in Africa, I don't think I would have seen that elsewhere, I'm gonna talk about myself. Um, I have an opportunity that I've invested, let's say I've invested maybe $150 million in an opportunity and the return's maybe $6 billion. So I don't know what multiples that is. You know, so. It's some, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? <laughs> <It's> a <whole laughs> if you do the math, it's a lot. A whole lot. But there are some, you know, someone may, like I said, I started with, oh, I didn't have any capital. So uh, you don't 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 look at it as what am I going to really get out of this? Don't look at it from that side. Look at it as how do I get over this challenge? So this is a challenge. I want to be able to get over it because if you're able to get over the challenge, the success will come after that. Yeah. You know, you don't don't try and figure out the money part. but The, the money part will come. You know, the returns might be like I, I didn't think. I mean. I knew I was going to be successful. I didn't think I was going to be this successful. I ain't going to lie. You know, sometimes I got to pinch myself. Is this real? Like, so you may think, maybe you may be coming to Ghana. You're like, oh, I want to make a million dollars. That's what, that's what you may think. But the, the things that you're doing, the opportunity could actually make you $20 million. But because in your mind, you want to make a million bucks. soon since you make a million bucks, ooh. You're comfortable, yeah. The Lamborghini is about to come out. So you know, you know <laughs> instead of you maybe focusing on you know improving the business and you know working smart and stuff like that, you you, put, you set limitations. So I don't really like that part. I think that the opportunities here are really, really unlimited in terms of the rewards. So I don't like it to be that way. I mean, some banks used to give like ten percent fixed deposit interest rates. You put your money in the bank, you don't do nothing; they give you ten percent yeah. ann- payout. You know, so I'm just saying this, there are real opportunities over here. You just have to figure it out. You spoke about the the wealthiest man, black man in the
0: world. He comes from Africa, uh, comes from Nigeria. I wonder at this level, are, are there mentors, are there people that inspire you, right? Because what you're doing in oil and gas, I know in Nigeria, that was a project that they were working on. It, rather than being the, one of the biggest imports of oil, trying to now become one of the biggest exports of it. Are you guys leaning on each other, or are we just watching success happen and saying that's inspiring, or is there a connection here?
3: Um, I, I've never really had a mentor, um, but, which is okay, it's fine. Some people you know, have mentors, um, but I've never really had a mentor. However, I think, as I said, we are all a product of our surroundings. You learn you know, subconsciously from people. I've been blessed to have, you know, a mother and father who were entrepreneur, entrepreneurs. I think, uh, looking back now, I've learned a lot from them without even knowing I was learning from them. Um, I have a sister who was an entrepreneur, and I feel I, I've learned from her without necessarily knowing. I think that, you know, you see people do things, um, and. You might be in college, or you might be in high school, you might learn from some professors. or you know. So, so that's what, that's how it worked out for me. I didn't have the opportunity to sit down with anyone who um, had experience. Because first of all, most people didn't want you to get in the business. They, they, they saw me as a young guy who's a threat today. They, you know, they didn't want me to get involved. So I didn't have the opportunity. Um, if you have the opportunity to have a, a mentor, I think that's a very good thing. I just never had, had that experience. And it's fine, it's okay. Because uh, if you are serious and you are focused, you're running a, you know, a hundred meters race or a thousand meter race, you're, you're serious about the finish line. It doesn't matter if someone is giving you a word of encouragement or stuff. However, like I said, I've had people who have given me advice on various things, on personal life and other things, which all, all play a role in, in your business life, but I've never had uh, a mentor who um, um, steered me, Um, to to avoid, you know, mistakes that have been made by them or whatever it is. But it's fine. It's okay to have. It's great to have, and it's okay if you don't have as well.
2: We talked about some opportunities. What are some challenges that, you know, the continent faces? We were at uh, Davos last year. We were at the Africa House, and they spoke about, you know, um, not being able to travel uh, from a variety of different countries for African citizens and the trade process, and that was a a major um, concern. And I see, you know, countries now starting to, lift travel bans and make it easier and not have. So from your perspective as an African on the continent, what are some challenges that you know you think could be improved across the continent as far as business is concerned?
3: I think the biggest issue that we need to overcome is us, ourselves, and how we deal with each other. Um, That's the most important thing. How we deal with each other is the most important thing. Because see, divide and conquer really is real. So think about it this way if you are from let's say kenya and you have the capacity to operate a mining field and you are a bank in kenya and you can give him money to mine the the gold or whatever mining field it is you are cutting out the international banks you are cutting out all those people so the issue that we have here is this whole thing of we cannot do it by ourselves we need aid we need foreign assistance and stuff like that. So, that is really ingrained in us. And if we are able to figure it out, that, listen, let's give us, people of color, the opportunity to try certain things. You know, yes, we're going to make mistakes, but believing in ourselves and trying to, you know, help each other, I think is the only way forward. Because by so doing, all these visa restrictions, all these other things, you know, a lot of some countries give foreign, like, Europeans, visa on arrival permit, but an African need a visa. How about that? You know what I mean. So, but if we are really, you know, working together as um, for the success of the continent, we will let we will, we will let loose all those um, barriers that, that we put up. So, I think it's more about us as, as dealing with ourselves very well and, and and stop the hypocrisy. If
4: you were starting a new business in 2024, what would be the five things you were focused on each day to grow that business? Like a thousand percent in one or two years.
3: Um, no, we need the real answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I live, I breathe, I sleep oil and gas. I, I know it inside out. Um uh if someone to ask me, would you do it all over again, I'll do it all over again and again and again. So if, if I'm to start another business, it's gonna be in no the oil well, and gas, gas industry. Okay. Oil and gas industry. Um uh it's, look, nothing Nothing comes easy, and of course. you simply don't even know the answers. Sometimes you just, figure, like I said, you just figure it out on the job. You know, like you, you started. You said you want to make a thousand percent returns. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, look, I just lost, um, I just lost a friend um, right before I got on stage. Literally a few minutes ago, Damn. very good friend of mine, childhood friend. Um, I'm sure she had plans. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes you may have all these plans, but things don't work out the way is supposed to work out, yeah. which is fine. So you may want to make a thousand percent. Maybe if you get into the business, you may make 10%, you may make 20%. It is fine. Like I said earlier, you can start a water bottle business. It may last only two, three years, but you may make some money out of that. And you may learn some experiences out of that. Out of that, you go going into making microphones which work,
1: business.
3: (laughs) A needed business. Yeah, Yeah. you know, and and so sometimes it's okay to start from somewhere, it may not turn out to be what you expect it to be, and you transition to something else. But all that is part of you know, you've been built to something greater. You know what I mean? So yeah, so sometimes, yeah, you might want 2,000%. I mean, I think everyone here wants 10,000% returns. But more
4: importantly, what are the habits that you're doing every, if you can only pick five things that I'm doing these tasks in my business, what
3: are some of those to help them going into 24? I mean, so persistence. Like, you need to be persistent. You can't, you know, you can't just give up because they said no. You can't just give up because you started in the field. You need to be persistent. Very, very important. you need to you need to do your best to be very honest with yourself Um, if you know you don't have the ability to put together a team to help you build a rocket and you don't have the ability to raise the funding to help you build a rocket don't 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 be going around saying you're gonna go to the moon like no one's gonna take it serious you you need to be honest with yourself uh, if you really want to be successful Um, uh, the other thing that I personally believe in is prayer so I, I don't know about you, uh, everyone might have something different, but I believe in prayer. Prayer works for me, so you know, I, I, I go for the two piece, prayer and persistence have always worked for me. Um, you need to really, you know, some people are very good with analyzing situations. You know, I have a friend, he's very smart, but he's not an entrepreneur, but he's a good manager. You know, if you want to jump into the pool, he will go and stand by the pool and dip his toe, come back, analyze all these things, two hours, he still hasn't jumped in the pool. As an entrepreneur, if you really believe in what you are doing, you just sometimes just gotta go. Gotta go for you it. You just gotta go for it. Just do it. You know, don't be, don't be trying to overthink it. You're overthinking it, bro. Yeah. You're either gonna win or you're gonna lose. It's two options. So, what else is there? So, you know, so a lot of times we keep on hesitating. I think we just gotta go. Just, just do it. So okay. these are the things that I believe that should be the basics and the fundamentals to whatever it is that we are trying to achieving business I love it you spoke about coming here to Ghana
0: obviously you all oil and gas was on the forefront of your mind are there other countries no it wasn't I didn't even know about oil and gas before you came oh you're still doing telecom that became the business are there other countries on the continent 54 that people should be looking at that there's opportunities inside of them as well right because we know Ghana and for America it feels like this is the first place we got to come Talk about some of some of the pros and cons of of some of the countries, and, and where are those countries uh, on the continent?
3: Great question. I mean, Nigeria is the biggest, you know, um, country in uh, in this region. I mean, I think is the big biggest economy in Africa right now. Um, definitely, um, West, in terms of West Africa, uh, Nigeria is, is 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 a big dog. Um, it has a lot of opportunity. It has some cons, um, which. I think uh, they are working on some security issues, but um, Nigeria, Nigeria, Nigeria has, has, has opportunities. Um, a lot of African countries have opportunities. I think we need to stop watching Discovery Channel so much with kids with Koshoko and you know flies and stuff. There are real opportunities in Africa. Look, GE is here, Microsoft. They are all on the continent. All these blue chip companies are on the continent. So I don't want to limit any country, I mean, we have operations in other African countries as well. Some in the um, uh, French-speaking countries, Burkina, Mali, all over. So, you know, you just have to figure out what it is um, that works for you. If it doesn't work for you in Ghana, it doesn't mean it will not work for you in in Nigeria, it will not work for you in Congo, uh, you know, Angola, Rwanda, Kenya. I mean, it's, 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 it's huge, it's massive. So, you have to figure out your niche and what works. I just believe Ghana is the gateway to Africa. And then up through the gateway, you can go. Well, up to, for that. Well, yeah, yeah. You can go wherever else you want to go. So that's that's my opinion. Africa is open. I mean, Ghana is open for business, but Africa is also open for business.
2: So we want to thank you. Be generous with your time. My last question is: uh, In 10 years, what's what's your plan? How do you what do you see yourself, you know, in 10 years from now?
3: This this hits a bit hard because, like I just said, you know, I. I I, I, I lost um, send the condolences to yeah, yeah yeah. it's fine now, I've lost two close people to me within the last five six weeks um, and what I've learned from this is that a lot of times we focus so much on the past and the future and we don't enjoy you know the, the, the moment that we are in I think we need to start enjoying the moment that we are in we need to start and what do I mean by that if there's something that I can do today, I'm gonna to get it done today. I love that. If, if there's someone that I can help today, I'm gonna to help you today. I am not gonna wait next week because you know what? This moment is guaranteed. Two hours from now is not guaranteed. So ten hour, ten, ten years from now is not guaranteed. So I think uh, my perspective have kind of changed a little bit from losing friends who were close to me who I was with a few hours before they passed. And what I'm saying to myself is, I'm gonna make the best out of my life on the daily business. Every minute that I'm blessed with, I'm gonna make the best out of it. I'm gonna work as hard as I can, I'm gonna do as much as I can, and I'll try to enjoy life as much as I can because all the plans that we make are not guaranteed. When we leave here, nothing is guaranteed so my my, my kind of new um, approach is yes I have plans you know we have we, we want to take over Africa we, we want to be able to touch so much lives you know we support um, about 10,000 underprivileged children we want to move it to about a million you know underprivileged children we want to make sure that we are we are we are we are we are to go to company in Africa all those things yes they're all well and good but I want to enjoy the moments. I want to enjoy it now. I want to enjoy all the people that are here um, yes. in Ghana, you know, and wish everyone the best of luck or whatever it is they are doing now. I'm not going to wait and wish the best of luck of whatever they're doing in the next five years. So that's how I see life right now.
2: Make some noise, ladies, ladies and
3: gentlemen. Make some noise brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank
1: you. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.
5: You know how to book flights and hotels.